Welcome to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of my brand new podcast, The Database, with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And that's Database, B-E-I-S. And at Real Talk Torah, we talk about the issues, and hopefully the Torah perspective on those issues. And so, for the first issue, right, issue as in either the first episode or the first matter that we're going to discuss, before the first issue, we are going to talk about a big issue, and that is the issue of politics. That's right. Right away, we're going there. Go big or go home. All right, so elections are around the corner, at least here in America, and that is something that is on everybody's mind. Politics is a hot topic now, and I just want to quickly preface. Disclaimer. This is not going to be a talk about whom you should vote for. I'm not here to suggest any positions. I'm not even going to talk about how you should choose your vote. I'm not going to talk about what the Das Torah says should be your vote. I know there was some postgame out there that were very big about voting, that you should vote. Some even offered a suggestion of a candidate. And I do think that that is part of every individual's responsibility to discuss with their mentors and certainly their Rabbanim. I don't believe that, you know, there are issues that are entirely, entirely free of Das Torah. We should have the humility and the, the, uh, the Yeras Shemayim to try to answer all these important questions the best possible way with Rabbanim that we trust um, and that who are respected. But that is not going to be what I'm going to talk about today. And I'll be honest, some people will be very surprised to hear that there are from Yidin on both sides of the political aisle that have a candidate in mind that they would actually vote for in this election cycle. And you might say, how if you're an Orthodox religious Jew, how can you possibly vote for that candidate? But you know, again, there, there are people that I respect that happen to end up on both sides of this discussion. And it's a discussion that we're not going to have. But what I prefer to discuss is another important issue pertaining to politics, and that is the cultural obsession with politics. It's the cult of politics. Again, that exists on both sides of the political aisle. So I would say that perhaps around 2015, 2016, I would say that the obsession with politics has exploded and became a a new fad for many people. Everyone all of a sudden became an expert in politics, quote-unquote, around that time, and it's only getting bigger day by day, especially with this election cycle. And this this manifests itself in multiple ways. You, You have certain aspects of it that there's a cult of personality perhaps behind a particular candidate. There's some people who are constantly following the news, sharing the news, posting about the news, getting very worked up about the news. So what I want to discuss is exactly what is the place of politics in the life of a Yid. And before I break down that topic, I think it's very important that I mention, and this is going to sound very cliche, um, but I am talking to myself as well. Um, This is an area that has affected all of us. It's an area that, or at least many of us, unless we're very, very sheltered and blessed. But in the meantime, it's, it's something that we all have to think about. It's something that 
that um, not claiming to be an expert in, but there are some basic basic sources and, the, and you know, to just to have on the ground basic um, things to be concerned about. So when we talk about this culture of politics, one thing that one place I would say that it comes up often is on Shabbos, right? Politics on Shabbos, having politics at the Shabbos table, discussing politics in shul, obviously not during davening. So I know some people that are very sensitive about, for example, not having politics spoken at the Shabbos table. Now, I know some people that that's all they speak about at the Shabbos table. So how about that? Is there a place for politics on Shabbos? And we have a concept of davar davar, that you know, your speech should be different on Shabbos, and you should try to talk about holier things. Some um, even bring down that it's, uh, it's nice to talk less on Shabbos, just like we don't work on Shabbos and just like we don't handle objects the same way that we normally do during the week on Shabbos. We try to speak less. We try to speak holier talk. All of that said, there is a Shema Sadeshin. I believe it's in his Shuvos. It's an Aleph, uh, Samach Aleph. I think it's a famous Shema Sadeshin. But he talks about the concept of speaking Sipurim, stories of the news, um, he mentions Melachim and Melchamos, kings and wars, which for us, we'd probably interpret that as what for them would have been their contemporary politics. And the Trimus session talks about whether or not it is okay or appropriate to speak about these things at the Shabbos table. And the Trimus session says that you know they, the people who would speak about these things often, if they, if they enjoyed this subject, so... And in fact, it is something that we get very excited about. It is something that it, um, it, it stirs us. So it says if you enjoy it, it might be a fulfillment of Onik Shabbos. However, there's a big asterisk. And that asterisk is that we find also in the Shulchan Aruch and the Shabruah in Shin Zion, particularly in Sef Gimel, where you're not allowed to talk about agonizing things. So agonizing news or things that just make people upset, things that get people worked up and uh, make them unhappy, which I believe in our political climate today, that is very much the case. So that's something that does not have a place at the Shabbos table or on Shabbos at all. So that's just like one idea about you know, speaking about politics and not just speaking about it, but speaking about it in the way that we do. Right now, I would just add another important point about politics, and this is going to take us some bit so we can drop the anchor for a little bit. But politics for many, I would say, is, you know, is not just something that, oh yeah, this is a topic of discussion, this is something that we talk about. It has become a placeholder for many people to fill a certain void, to fill a certain gap. Politics to many of us now serves as entertainment. It is almost like a sport. In some ways, it might be like a science, but we really treat it like a, like a drama. Like, there are consequences to elections, and there are real-life consequences to elections, and I'm not downplaying that. Uh, whoever you vote for, you know, it affects legislation, it affects po- policies. And again, these are all things that a person should consider when, when, if and when a person is voting. And a person has to discuss this, you know, again, with, with, with people that he trusts and people that, that have proper hashkafa, because, again, there might be halachos and, and hashkafa that is affected by a, by a vote. But in many ways, people 
are consumed with politics in a way that has nothing to do with, you know, that it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that the politics has any lemaisa effects on a person, or on or on things that we do in our daily life, right? We yes, politics is something that we encounter every single day, but a, a lot of the ramifications don't affect every single one of us every single day. Some of it does, but the 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 amount that we get worked up over it is certainly not befitting as to the actual real-life effects of the politics. Again, it's a drama. It's entertainment. And that's something I have to think about. You could say, again, if I, if I would um, be able to put another nickname on what politics is to many of us, besides for entertainment, besides for drama, and maybe even a sport, right, our sports team that we go for, but it, I would also refer to politics as a reality show. Why is it a reality show? I think this is the perfect muscle because everyone knows when it comes to reality TV, there's absolutely nothing real about reality TV. It's a misleading title because it's it's unreal. It's it has the perhaps the presentation or at least goes for the presentation of being real. But there's so much that is actually fake about it. I'm not just talking about fake news, but I'm talking about even the figures, the political figures that so many people on either side of the aisle that they trust in. And this is where I make this important point that might upset people, but both sides of the political aisle, even the cleanest of the clean of your political figures, they are all trained to either sidestep the MS or to engage in forms of Genevis Das, right, to mislead people, and sometimes even utter outright sheker, a falsehood, for political convenience and advancement. And if it happens on your side of the political aisle, very often the phrase that you'll hear in defense is, well, that's just politics, right? That's just politics. That's the name of the game. In a similar vein, a story that, um, that I have about my older brother, before he decided to become a Rebbe, a long, long time ago, he considered the possibility of becoming a lawyer. And he asked um, a lawyer that we knew if he had ever been able to get someone who should have really been declared guilty, if he ever got him to be declared innocent. And this lawyer responded, well, yeah, I hope so, because after all, that's my job. And it was at that point that you know, my brother decided he wasn't sure if this was the profession for him. Now, my point is not to say that that person couldn't possibly be a lawyer in a Yerei Shemayim, but just to make a point that if the name of the game is something that has this, this Shemetz, this trace of Avak Shaker, Right, that we're, we're that we're going to commit Gnevis Das to mislead people, to not be clear on, on, on certain facts. So that's something that we have to think about, you know, because again, this this is something that's antithetical to Yiddishkeit. Right, we you know the the, the seal of Hashem is MS. Right, where we're taught from the time that we're young. Midvar Sheker Tirchak. It's written plainly in the Torah. It's a song in Marvelous Midas Machine. Marvelous Midas Machine is. Yeah, my, my 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 son loves Marvelous Meters Machine, and we're you know I, I would have him listen to that song, and then me 
be obsessed with something that is all about sheker. And while we're on the topic of midos, right, the, how much about good midos do we truly learn from the world of politics? Right, especially during this election cycle. You know, all a person really has to do is go back and watch or listen to the debate. Right, actually, in this political cycle, there were two debates. And if you watched the first one, you would know what I'm talking about in terms of what we learn about Midos. Right, and we don't learn some good things about Midos, just to, to keep it simple. And continuing on this topic of Midos, how about the Nivel Pe, or Novelis Pe? Right, so speaking inappropriately, speaking inappropriate words, you know, that, that's become something that it, nowadays... It's, it's become such a light matter that people don't care so much about this anymore. And some people, they defend it by saying, oh, yeah, just, just don't do it around kids. You know, if you're going to say not a nice word, what does that even mean, not around kids? Okay, I'll tell you what, what you don't do around kids. There, there's certain private issues between a husband and wife. So that's something that's not done around kids. But to just stomp and maneuver with your mouth just because, just because you're angry about something, that... that Forget not around kids, not at all. You should like a person just shouldn't be doing that. And a person might say, "Oh, wow, you're such a prude!" Like you know, you know, you know what's out there. No, that's not how we judge things. We don't say, "Oh, look at the things that are worse out there." We try to be a kiddush Hashem. We try to strive for higher ideals. We don't lower our standards to what is 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 okay on the radio now. What's okay in politics now? That's my point. We're we're not we're not quite learning about having the best midos. And you might say, okay, listen, I'm, it's not like I'm speaking these bad words. Um, yeah, I'm, only, I'm only listening to it. But you know, the Gemara in Shabbos, Lamed Gimel, says horrible things about a person who even listens to Nivel Peh. And obviously Nivel Peh in the times of the Gemara was referring specifically to inappropriate talk as opposed to saying not nice words. But just, just to understand that speaking like a Nivel and listening to someone who's speaking like a manoval and looking up to people who are speaking like a manoval, that's something that we should not be doing. And some, certainly something that shouldn't consume the majority of our day or our lives. Right, so I know that Rebbein of mine have said that, yes, you know, it's, it's important to have a, a past time, to, to have a past time, something you can do, um, when, you, when you're not learning or doing other things that are important, right? We can't possibly learn all day long. You know, we're, we are human and we have to work, we have to learn, we have to do whatever we have to do. Now, if you're going to do that with something that's a, you know, that's a purely kosher pastime, it's not affecting your meat, it's okay. But even politics today, they've said that, you know, it's, it's, very, it's very difficult, it's almost impossible to open the news, whether it's on a device or in the paper, and not see something that's inappropriate. Not see something where it's referencing something that's inappropriate, or an appropriate word is being used, or even pictures of people, the way, the, you know, the standards for the way people dress nowadays. Okay, maybe most of the political figures, most of them are probably dressed, um, you know, appropriately. But you find that, in the, that if you see what, you know, in, what, what some people, what they do, in, you know, in, in, even in politics, um, you know, I, the truth is, even today, there 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 are people you know who are trying to make statements, and they're they're doing things, uh, you know, by not dressing appropriately, and you know, I, I, things that I can't even say, things that I can't even say on on a kosher podcast that are, people are doing it in the name of of, of of a political statement. So, 
So we, 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 are, we, are, we are finding this all over. And this kind of a pastime is not a kosher pastime. And this is certainly not what the Trumas Adeshin was talking about when he said, oh, you know, people enjoy it, so you could speak about this um, at the Shabbos table. I don't think that, that, that amount of consumption, that amount of involvement and obsession, um, the, the, this cult was what the Trumas Adeshin was talking about. And we've become so consumed by it, it affects other midos of ours. How about the mida of kaas, anger? And I'm not even talking about the extremists who engage in violent, delinquent behavior. Talking about, you know, regular people like you and me at the Shabbos table. People, regular Yidin, who end up yelling across the table because of what this one on this political aisle said versus what that one on that side of the political aisle did. The division, you know, between us is, 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 is incredible now in, in America, between the different sides of the political aisle. And we don't even agree on simple facts anymore. You know, talk about, you know, the, the best kosher way to get information about whom you should be voting for when the numbers are something that we don't agree on anymore. We don't agree on basic facts on the ground. And, you know, and, and so we, we spend so much time on it, taking time away from other things of greater tachlis, like, like, like learning Torah or doing other purposeful things. So it's the, there's a bittel Torah, bittel Zman aspect. And you might say, okay, well now, what, what, what about, you know, tachlis-oriented hishtadlis? You know, they're, they're, the, the elections do have consequences. It's not like they don't matter at all. They do matter. There, there, there are real-life consequences to some of these things, even if I'm not going to be obsessed with it. So what I'll say is the story that I heard um, about one of the gedolim. I don't remember if it was, um, if it was the Chavetz Chaim or if Chaim Shmulevitz or if it was the Chazanish, I don't remember which one it was, but the story goes that the Talmidim were very anxious about an upcoming election. And in this, uh, in this particular um, election, they, they were speaking to the Rebbeim about, about the election and telling them, um, trying to give them the best facts they knew about the case. And the Rebbe was very serious with them that, yes, you, know, you should go out and vote, and the Rebbe himself was going to vote, and, you know, because, again, there were real-life issues. So they, they, they went and they voted. Then, uh, you, know, the, you know, after election day, the Talmudim, they come back to the Rebbe and they're about to, you know, share all the information, you know, the results of the election, who won? To which the Rebbe responded, why are you wasting my time with this? Like, like, like I don't get it. I, I did my part. My hishtadlis was to go out and vote. And I did that. And the rest is up to Hashem. So, yeah, like, like the, the result, who won the election really doesn't matter to me at this point. So why, why are you sharing that information with me? I think the, 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 the moral is very clear and obvious. And, but in case it's not, I think it's important that I state again that I'm not saying we should pay no attention to politics, the news, or the elections, or even the results. But I think that a person has to be sensitive, and I mean overly sensitive, to the effect that something like politics, especially today, has on a person's neshama. Be sensitive to the time that it takes from things of even greater tachlis. And certainly, to the point of obsession, that's something, you know, obsession with anything that's not the Torah HaKadosha. So the, to the point of being obsessed, whether, whether it's sports, music, or even modern politics, that's something that is, is not appropriate for a Yerei I would say that the bottom line is a piece of information that an intelligent young man once offered me, and that is focus time on Torah, not politics. Thanks for joining. I'll see you next time.